0: Welcome back to another episode of Spectator Mode. I'm Neil Strybig. With me, as always, is Donald Double craig What is your name? <laughs> like,
1: do, like I got a double D thing. Do you have like a, a gamer ad cow? Is that what we should call you?
0: I mean, Mad Cow is my man, gamer tag. Yeah, yeah Neil the Mad Cow Stravick. Does not doesn't have the same the same rhythm as Double D? But uh, <laughs> I guess I mean, you've known me a long time. I've never really had nicknames or anything, you know. <laughs> I Even mean like going back to like wrestling days. It was either like you know street or a little street big because my older brothers. So it I guess crazy. I guess, yeah. And my dad called me shit for brains for a while. So yeah. <laughs> I
1: guess I guess that's a nickname too. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. But uh no, we got uh we got a good one today. I really do. We talk talk a little bit about nostalgia, of course, right in the beginning. And then uh, our favorite First-person shooter that may or may never get made, Overwatch 2. Had some big news with the beta recently as well. Uh, another show, too. I'm not sure if you watch. Uh, I'm actually pretty big fan of the original movies, too. I haven't seen the show yet, but Jack Reacher I on have, Amazon yeah. has some big, big news there. And then some big gaming news. Gotham Knights dropped a hell of a lot of content this week. And then EA Sports with their FIFA franchise, a bit of a blockbuster shocking kind of news break there as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's kind of just jump right into it.
1: Yeah. So I think you said starting with nostalgia, keeping it on the DL, uh, Apple has discontinued its iPod. So this is 20 years after its release. and I think everyone knows iPod, I think, changed in some ways the way we think and consume and use music in a big way. I think a predecessor to iPads and iPhones, which are also still major things in the market, and you know, it's the end of an era. I, you know, we got to give it its due. iPods are gone, they're done.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think I only had one iPod. I remember like wrestling wise, it was a big thing. MP3 players, um, if, if you didn't have MP3, I mean, I started a cassette player, I think, up until maybe senior year of high school. So, like, I got an iPod maybe freshman year of college, airabouts, And uh, I, I mean, I still have it, it doesn't charge anymore or anything else, but like, I still have it somewhere hidden around. But it was, I don't know, it was crazy. If you, were, you weren't cool you were cool unless you're an iPod, and then oh, yeah. it was still crazy. Like every Christmas season, they came out the new one, and then the iPod Nano, which was like just ridiculous. But it is kind of a sad Excuse thing. Me, I mean, 2000s kids. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 2000s kids, you had it, and like it was, you know, you weren't cool unless you had an iPod, really. Oh, no. Yeah. And
1: I mean, I think this was one of those things, at least for me, that was like a staple of my life, like a fixture. I'm big. I'm big on music. I don't know if, you know, you, anyone can tell the headphones I have or, too expensive for, for, you know, casual use. You know, my fiance is always giving me shit for it. But I think I went from, um, I did have a cassette player I w- walked around with. I did have one of those, you know, the small uh, CD players that like, you know, it had the, the vibration or, or shock or whatever that like you could shake it so it wouldn't skip or whatever and then get yeah. to the iPod. Complete cha- game changer in terms of portable music and taking it with you. So truly, 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 I think one of the, Great inventions of the 21st century, my yeah, opinion. It changed
0: workouts and road trips, I think, forever. You yeah. have to have the cassette player uh, attachment. Uh, if you have a CD player, and <laughs> yeah. two to your point, too. I mean, I used to run with the, the same thing with the CD player. And it's kind of crazy because CD player kind of was short lived. And then it was like cassette tape, CD players for a couple of years. And then the iPod came on MP3 players. But yeah. It was definitely like, a, don't know, at least maybe I'm overthinking it. It was kind of a saddest thing in high school, like most things, where like if you had like a cheesy MP3 player, not an iPod, it was just like, oh, this kid's broke. Like, look at this motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's (laughs) how high school goes, I guess. But I guess talking of things that I don't know if it's broke, but looking at (laughs) looking at things that aren't looking good at the very least, Overwatch 2 Began streaming their beta on Twitch. Which debuted to massive numbers. Honestly enough to make it number 6 overall most viewed uh, game on Twitch. Day 1. And had a huge drop day 2. Like I mean it went down you know, 99%. Now part of that I'm sure we can give credit to the fact that it had such a huge debut on the first day. That there was no way day 2 was going to carry the same numbers. At the same time views have just... They fell super hard and have been falling super hard ever since, right? Like, it seems like people just have no interest in it anymore. They saw what they needed to see in the first day, got over it, moved on. I guess nothing new. What did you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a drop. And again, I'm not sure if it's due to certain streamers that people are watching. And maybe, you know, they didn't stream two consecutive days, whatever it may be. But the alarming part was that third day, too, also dropped, like, something crazy, like 97 98%, too. So those are two pretty... Steep beat lines. And, and I think it does say that, like, people are interested. There's definitely excitement there and the interest for sure, but it's not keeping interest because streams I saw, I mean, it's still pretty much Overwatch. There's nothing necessarily new, like some new gameplay features per se, but I don't know. It's kind of everything we've talked about. Like, I play, I'm not all that excited about the second one. I, I, nothing I've really seen has shocked me. Arissa moves faster, plays a little bit less tanky. Doomfist is a tank, okay. None of the changes have me like, okay, and again, there's any, no real new characters that I'm like, okay, I definitely want to see how this one plays. You have one, and then it's modifications to old ones, and the maps pretty much look the same, and the game modes are essentially the same too. So what's really the hook now?
1: Well, and I think a big issue that this highlights is the viability of Overwatch as an eSport, because I'm sure like Blizzard wanted to make Overwatch eSports a bigger thing. It never really took you know and we could have a whole discussion about why that may or may not have been but uh consistently games that become pretty big esports do maintain high or you know relatively high numbers of viewers on Twitch you know if you look at the top 6 which Overwatch broke into for peak viewers League of Legends number 1 Fortnite number 2 Valorant number 4 Counter Strike number 5 I skipped Minecraft only cuz it's not a competitive esport but it's a you know it's been going on for a long time but like all of those other games in the top five are solid esports titles and they maintain high viewership numbers on Twitch. Overwatch never really had those numbers before. Overwatch two had it day one, and then it went away. So I think it calls into question too the longevity of the franchise. If they're going to if they're not going to be able to bring this into the esports realm, you know, what do they imagine doing then with Overwatch in the long run?
0: Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I mean Overwatch launched, I mean they're trying to basically do the American sports team with the Overwatch League. Um uh, yeah. you have home stadiums, Philadelphia Fusion had their big thing they're gonna build. That is essentially Knicks. they're playing at uh I forget the arena, it's like Comcast something, but uh they're not playing at the fusion arena, which they said they're gonna build. Same thing with the Washington team. So, to your point with the esports thing, if the audience isn't there, it's gonna hurt big time with the especially on the American investment side. And I think it comes back to a lot of things we have talked about this delay is brutal like one new character which okay is in the beta and also too the beta is only open to pc players too which i think has a big thing to to show for this as well uh maybe that drop was due because it's you can't see how console plays versus pc yet it will be open to console players i think later this month or next month but i do think that Not plays sure. a little bit of a role into it but without new content really new characters I don't think there's enough there to warrant the delay. And I, I think that's really what it comes down to, where it could still be a great game, could still be a lot of fun. I'm sure I'll end up playing it and getting it at some point, but it doesn't have the same hype train. If you, if you hit me with 10 new characters and all the same fixes there are right now, I'd probably change my tune a bit because that's a pretty big roster change.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very curious what is actually going to be new in Overwatch 2 and why the game has been delayed so much because, politely, I think from an outside standpoint, this looks like a patch to the existing game. You know, it's introducing very little new content. It doesn't seem like it's shaking the franchise up that much. Calling it Overwatch 2, implying that it's like, you know, a second iteration or something entirely new, almost doesn't seem fair so I'm very curious what's going to be different and why all the delays and stuff. So I really think they're losing their momentum and I'll be curious to see how this actually does. But, you know, we'll probably get by on strong initial sales. So I guess fingers crossed on that for them. Somebody uh, moving along, though, to something a little bit different. Somebody finally maybe getting their due is Alan Richson has signed a three movie deal with Amazon starring as Reacher. Reacher, the character and the role was popularized by Tom Cruise in his movies that Amazon then made a series for Reacher uh, for Reacher starring Alan Richson. I've watched that. It's super solid, man. Like I genuinely enjoyed watching. It, it was a good one. And that's expected to have a second season as well. And then we have the Reacher movies with Rich and taking over the role. Honestly, dude deserves it. I don't know if you know him from maybe Titans. He was Hawking Titans. Is out where, of state. There you go. And so that's where I got my first introduction to him. And then, you know, he's been around in other things. He's appeared in Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, reprising his Hawk role. He was in Smallville as Aquaman for a while. You know, in terms of movies, I didn't know him as much. He was in Hunger Games Catching Fire when he was, you know, a bit younger. And so he does have some decent, you know, credits to his name and stuff. But like, I think he's a severely underappreciated guy, frankly. And so I'm very happy to see that he's going to be getting a bigger role going forward.
0: No, I'm 100% with you. I mean, I haven't watched his Reacher show, but uh, I'm with you. I think the dude is an underrated actor for sure. Kills it as Hawk in Titans. Uh, I mean, Hawk and Doves, their entire kind of role in Titans show is is great as well. Blue Mountain State is hilarious. And yeah, sure, you know, late night uh, kind of college bro humor for sure. But still, I mean, everybody kind of gets their start somewhere. And I mean, he carried that show from a comedic side. And uh, I think the guy just fits the action hero role. And I think Jack Reacher is kind of a perfect thing for him too. But it's not... The dude's Jack, but it's not super action hero either. I mean, he's just a fit dude. So I think those roles, and I do think his acting is also underrated, as we saw in Titans and how he portrayed and added so much depth to Hawk. So, yeah, I'm super happy for the dude, and hopefully it breaks through a bit more, too, in Hollywood with some movies and non-TV lead roles. So are you going to watch the series? Or are you going to watch the movies? Oh, uh, it's tough. I don't have Hulu, so I'd have to get Hulu for that. So, yeah. Amazon is in it? It's on Amazon. Amazon. Okay, I don't have. I, I had Amazon Prime. I knocked Amazon Prime off now, so Oof. probably when I get it back, I go and Spurs Amazon Prime. It really depends on, uh, you know, when I'm shipping stuff out. Oh,
1: like, isn't that the way these days? Uh, you just cycle your streaming services, binge what you got to binge, and then you just move on to the next one because paying for them all all the time is just way too much.
0: I think it's switching complete gears, but kind of still staying with DC and uh, sticking awesome with stuff, uh, the Hawk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, maybe Hawk will actually be a DLC at some point in this game. That'd be kind of cool. Gotham Knights dropped a lot of different gameplay trailers this week, but uh, I think the biggest news was Warner Brothers Montreal, who's developing the game, kind of silently, there's a lot of underrated on the news too this week, as uh, I kind of looked down the list and talked about, but it's not going to be four player co-op anymore, it's going to be only two players online, which is a bit of a shocker there, Uh, it was initially kind of released as you could play four players online through the game, it's only going to be two, and also, it's going to be only next gen. So, so PS4 and Xbox One players are going to have to wait and or buy next gen at this stage. What's your thoughts on
1: it? Yeah, I mean, I think I have some concerns. Shocker there, I guess. But the main thing being, one, it doesn't sound like they, they're doing anything for like local co-op, which I think is a miss. Anytime you have something that supports four fewer players, you know what I mean? It really should have a local co-op option. Also the phrasing of the online thing su- says it supports up to two online pa- players with PS Plus. So I guess that means you have to have the subscription to do well, you have the to online have that play. To
0: play online. So that's All? that's okay. not new. That's more technicality, you know what I mean? Right.
1: That's my lack of understanding of the uh online connectivity there. But going from four players to two players is kind of a big change I think in the design direction and, you know, the first question for me is obviously what changes are you making to game balance? If you're balancing around the idea of four players or the way the game might scale when people come in with added health and da-da-da-da-da, what's going on that you're balancing around two to have a good experience versus four, obviously? And then just why? Why aren't you doing four people anymore? Like, what happened there?
0: I'm curious to see, just with some of the gameplay I I have seen, I haven't watched, um, you know, 15, 20 minutes of footage that was released this week. It could just be trying to avoid glitches and Basically fails. You know, I mean, may might be too much action with four players, too much going on there. They don't have the bandwidth to basically make that happen. Which, if that's the case, I think they'd get a lot of respect if they came out and kind of said that and it's say, "Hey, we want the game to be fluid. We can do it too. Look into it. Hopefully, patch in the future, we can get you know up to four as we initially intended," kind of thing. But who knows? I do think with you, it's a mixed opportunity because it was advertised as being able to play as all four characters at once, which is cool. I mean. Especially if it's cross play or anything else too. I mean, that's huge. Like you go in there, you get three of the buddies, you rock and roll, kick ass, and why not? But two, still be fun, but it's kind of like why don't you just make a single player game and to where you could rotate characters and go through four different storylines?
1: Yeah, well, and it also kinda it comes back a little bit maybe to like you mentioned Ultimate Alliance recently, right? That you're able to sort of like move between the characters and stuff like that that you have in your team or your party. So the whole game only has four characters to begin with. So I agree. Like why not go the route of maybe like a GTA or something that like playing th- as different characters gives different storylines and stuff like that to add more playability to the game and stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would love to know why they made the decision. And unfortunately we don't, right? Like at this point, we just know that that the change was made and it is what it is. I guess we'll see the effects once the game's
0: released. Does it give you any concerns with the suicide uh, squad game? Cause suicide squad game is going to be basically the same kind of style.
1: I mean, absolutely, because the way publishers tend to recycle code between games and assets, like, assuming that this is either, like, a bandwidth issue or an issue with um, optimization of the game or something like that, which would be fundamental to the way the game's written, that issue is likely to persist in any other titles that are based on the same foundation, you know what I mean? So, I think it's going, like, we're probably going to see this in Suicide Squad as well, which is going to be another shame. Like, again, like... I love four player games. I think they're awesome in in the first place. I love couch co-op when those are uh, being offered and cutting down to two and online only play.
0: You know, I'm not a fan of that. No, I'm with you, but uh, I guess speaking of kind of cutting things back and uh, significant changes, EA sports who develops the soccer game. FIFA is rupturing their agreement with FIFA. Uh, Basically, Difference of a billion dollars to basically use the naming rights for FIFA. So the next iteration after FIFA 23, which will still be released this year in September, I believe, after that, it's going to be called EA Sports FC. All the same fixings as FIFA, just an extremely unsellable name, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, it's
1: definitely not, it definitely does not roll off the tongue. Let's put it that way. Um, Now, here's something that I was not able to ascertain, but why did they end their partnership with?
0: FIFA. It was the disagreements where they had the whatever their contract was, 10, 15 years, whatever it was, that was coming to an end. But the difference was that billion dollars. FIFA wanted basically a billion dollars for the naming rights. And EA Sports is like, we're not paying that much. That's basically came down to the interesting thing here is EA still has license to the, with the clubs, individual clubs. Uh, like my club, Laverno, who's actually bankrupt and terrible, <laughs> is never in FIFA because they sold themselves to PES. Now, granted, they're barely even in the PES Pro Evolution soccer game, but a lot of Italian clubs have done that. Uh, Atlanta, Juventus, Lazio, all of them went PES individually. So in FIFA, I think Atlanta's like Bergamo, Calico, uh, Juventus is Piedmont, Calico, and it'll still be the players that are on those squads, but the kits and the actual badges. Or cheesy and whatever Roma FC is the same thing. It's Roma FC instead of Roma and Lazio is I think they call it like uh Latium or something. Um saying the Latin version of that completely incorrect, but uh it, it definitely takes even missing those squads, it, it takes a level of fun out, especially for me as like a Serie a serial player. So what I'm curious to see then is how long can the EA hold on to some of these naming license. They still have the game modes with Ultimate Team, Pro Clubs, even Volta, which was a bit of a missed opportunity this last one. It was kind of fun, but they just didn't really sell it as well as it could have been, and the lobbies are pretty pretty scarce, but I think it's a pretty big hit, or I really do, because you kind of have the shift between clubs, and if your favorite's not in it, that takes it away, yeah. and I, I do think there's a big value to the name, especially when it's a game that is always the same every year, so... That a little bit of change, in my opinion, I think it helps doubt creep in of like, do I really want to buy this then? It makes you more aware of the shortcomings of the game.
1: Well, I think it also brings up the other issue. Um, what will be the new FIFA game, right? Like absolutely FIFA as a game and as a title is not going away. It's not going to be with EA now, it seems like, you know, at least with the current situation. But FIFA is going to shop around for another developer to create a FIFA game which I think is going to be a mess by itself because there's just so much that's been developed by EA in the FIFA games creating something from scratch that's going to be competitive and like as good as or better than the existing FIFA games is going to be an absolutely monumental task and not that it can't be done but I'm very doubtful it'll be done in a first iteration you know and the FIFA president comes out and he's like oh i promise you that any game called fifa is gonna be the best soccer game ever like the best football (laughs) game ever it doesn't matter who it is you know like like the name itself somehow bestows some magic like it's gonna be an amazing game but like there's a lot of technology and iterative development behind the fifa series i get that it's stale and it does seem repetitive year after year with the installments but like we have to recognize the fact that like there's a lot of effort that's gone into getting the game where it is and as polished as it is, to to be able to kind of sit on their laurels maybe and get away with um, slapping a coat of paint on it, updating the players, and doing a few things here and there because they've really, really developed it. I think in a good way. You know, FIFA's fun regardless. That's what I'll, you know. That's what it comes down to. And and the idea that someone else is going to be able to just like buy the naming rights and then produce a game of similar or better quality seems completely outlandish to me. I mean, that's kind
0: of what PES, the Prevolution Soccer, is doing. Konami, to be fair, PES plays better soccer-wise. The gameplay is more fluid. It feels more like a soccer. FIFA algorithm does definitely exist. Where you'd be playing it at times, especially against your computer or even online, it's like, you're not going to win. Like Bounces go crazy. It's, just, it's just, It feels like quicksand sometimes. That can be very, very frustrating, uh, for sure. PES you don't feel that as much momentum swings. I feel like are more noticeable. Let's supposed to be present in the new FIFA. I don't think they are as noticeable, but it plays as far as the manager mode. It's like this mixture of ultimate team and these creative players in Pro Evolution Soccer that is just, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like you have some ultimate team things you're getting big star lone players in, but you have a creative team with players that you have no idea who they are. It's very, very boggled up. So fifa still has all that and those game modes are very very important because it is fluid it is a standard it does feel comfortable but it is kind of the same thing year in year out they do have their issues with loot boxes on ultimate team it is a play to win game i'm sorry yeah pay to pay to play kind of game yeah, uh, if you want to win ultimate team and play online you do need to invest and actually buy packs which is always a big issue i know that always bothers you as well so oh yeah If Konami can get FIFA rights and get some more teams, I think it could definitely be more of a battle then, because you're going to buy whichever game your team is in more than likely, or you're not going to buy the game at all.
1: That's true. And especially when you're talking about something like any sports game, but I think especially when it comes to like football, which internationally probably is like the world sport, right? I want to say like Uh, football is the most watched and supported sport in the world overall.
0: We're going to see come uh, November at the World Cup for sure. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. And so it's just one of those things that I agree with you that I think make or break for a lot of fans is going to be whether or not their teams or their players are in the games are available. If they can play with those people losing, you know, the FIFA naming rights, we'll see what else they lose with it. Cause it comes back to your point too, of like, what else is going to be dropped logos, teams, names, you know, you're going to do this rebranding. Here's, you know, um, messy lion, you know, cause you can't have Lionel Messi anymore in it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, just do these like knockoff characters, Stand-ins, That's like what kind do you of what do?
0: PES does? It, it, I'm not even kidding. It's, <laughs> really, it's really jarring and like appalling. Like it's, it's bad. I got the free demo and I was like, I can't even get through this. I can't get through one game. But again, the gameplay was solid. It was just the setting up your team and understanding like how to basically act as a manager in your career mode, and it was just a smorgasbord of all bad.
1: Well, I think the good news though is we can hope that in the long run this does result in better games. You know what I mean? Like EA has been able to get away with phoning it in. And it's not like the games themselves are perfect, but they haven't had much competition in that regard. So maybe this does mean we will see more competition in football games. And maybe in the long run, this will be better for uh, gamers and football fans overall. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah there we go yeah we both had that we both have that resigned uh, (laughs) yeah gotta hit that old dusty road Uh, (laughs) yeah so I think that's gonna be it for us today guys thanks for stopping by for spectator mode where we go over some of the news of the week and try to keep you up to date on current topics in gaming nerd and comic culture and as always we will see you again next week same time same place peace (laughs)